Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Matt Chat, brought to you by FantasyGrade.com and the Ultimate Fantasy Wrestling Challenge. Do you know more about wrestling than your friends and people from around the country? Prove it. Go to FantasyGrade.com and enter the live event, online event, or both. Become America's first fantasy wrestling national champion and support USA Wrestling. Today, I am joined by John Reeder, the assistant coach at South Dakota State University. How are you doing today, man? Doing great, my man. How are things going? I'm I'm doing good. I don't think I'm doing as good as, as you and Bono and those guys after the Oklahoma duel the other night, huh? It was a heck of an environment, man. Uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun, and you know what better way to, to get a ranked team in our arena and uh, to put on a show for our fans? Yeah, that was, that's Big Twelve duel action at its best, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And they're they're a scrappy team, and you know we we were excited just to get them in our arena. Yeah, they've had a nice year. Coach Rosselli's done a great job. So for you guys to to have a duel, especially ending up with a pin, and then from what I could tell, there was a little question who actually won the duel. You guys had to go back and add up match points. Is that right? Absolutely. We we got a ton of respect for their coaching staff. Uh, we've been around those guys for a long time. Um, but, yeah, when it came down to the pin with Seth Gross, we actually really didn't know who had won the, the match, and it actually came down to match points. Um, and it was it was very close. It was fifty to forty-seven. So, and just an interesting sidebar that you and I were talking. The match points in the pin matches do not count. Is that correct? Correct. 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 Wow, that's crazy. So, I think the real the hard hitting question that we all want to know is: Did anybody measure Chris Bono's vertical leap after the pin? You know what? I think he's still coming down from it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be giving him too much credit for his hops. So, well, I'm excited to get to talk to you today. I was doing some research and just kind of want to start at the beginning with your high school career. I know you went to Davison in Michigan, and, you know, I was looking it up, and you were, first of all, you're coached by Roy Hall, who I was actually on the dream team with him back in 1988, to tell you how old we are. And then I saw you were on the same team as Metcalf and Donahoe. So tell me, tell me and the people listening what it was like to be, teammates with those guys and to get coached by a guy like Roy? You know, I was very fortunate. Um, you know, I give everything to my parents, you know, for giving me the opportunity to, uh, you know, number one, be exposed to the sport and, and have competitive parents and, and then put me in a system like Davis in Michigan that uh, had Roy Hall and had other guys around me. We didn't know any better, you know. We just we knew how to work hard and, and, and get after it. And the mentality that Coach Roy Hall brought to the, to the room we were very blessed as a high school team to have that. And not only him, we had Ken Elliott, who was a Division One wrestler. He wrestled at LSU uh, before their program got dropped. So we had two guys that had wrestled in, you know, the NCAA tournament that were that were our high school coaches. You know, it was just that same attitude of never settle, never, never being satisfied, and just doing all the right things in your life. You mentioned your parents, so tell me a little bit about about how they got you started in the sport, and it sounds like they put a lot of internal drive into you as well. Yeah, you know, I, I come from just some blue-collar parents that are just, you know, they they preach hard work. It didn't matter if we were winning or losing, but we better work our tail off in the room every day. Um, my dad played football at Indiana State and met my mom there at Indiana State. and You know, not a whole lot of wrestling in the family, but just two rambunctious kids that, you know, need, needed an outlet. And, you know, me and my older brother found our way into wrestling. It's kind of the breath of history, and it's, it was, it's been pretty pretty good road. Well, tell me about, you know, you being 
so successful in high school and being in Michigan, tell me about the uh, recruiting process and how you ended up at uh, at Iowa State. You know, I've, I've been a wrestling junkie ever since I, you know, started to kind of be aware of, you know, college athletics. And when, you know, you're getting to win magazines as a kid and you're kind of idolizing guys like Chris Bono and Joe Heskett and, you know, Barry Weldon and, you know, Dwight Henson. And these guys were always in the in the win magazines. And I'm like, you know, and then all of a sudden this guy named Kale Sanderson comes around. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden Kale's calling your house. And it, it's a pretty cool deal. And I always wanted to wrestle, you know, for Kale Sanderson and those guys, and it ended up being, you know, a dream come true, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Right. And I, probably a lot of people don't know this, but you were actually recruited by, by Kale and Bobby Douglas. And then, yes, sir. And then Kale was your coach for the first three years, and, and Kevin was your coach the last two years, right? Yes, sir. So right away, Coach Douglas recruited me out of high school. Um, Coach Kale was, uh, he was an assistant at the time. So when I came into school, the transition kind of happened and Kale took over for Coach Douglas. I had Kale for my first three years, my redshirt and my freshman and sophomore year. Um, then my junior and senior years when Coach, uh, Jackson came in and Coach Bono was actually my assistant coach. So I've had a gauntlet of, uh, of different assistant coaches, but I've truly been blessed with some of the best, best coaches in the country. And I've really, you know, I cherish that, and, and I've been exposed to some some big names and some a, a lot of different wrestlers. And Tim Hartung's another name that was an American assistant coach. Yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton of them. Yeah, you've you've been exposed to really the best of the best. I mean, you know, Bobby Douglas is a legend. Obviously, Kale's a legend. Kevin's the legend. All these guys are world and Olympic champions, and I mean, or, or Olympic level coaches. In, in Coach Douglas's case, I mean that. I think some people might look at that as a disadvantage, but I have to think you think probably, hey, you know, I got just philosophies and techniques and and life lessons from so many different high level guys. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, and there there were things that I picked up from each and every one of them. You know, even even right down to the mindset of of, of a certain individual to, you know, maybe all right, short offense from a front headlock or you know, whatever whatever it may be. You know, I you know I just became a sponge and tried to pick up as much as I possibly could. And I built relationships with each and every one of them. And, you know, I, I was very fortunate enough to have all these guys as mentors. What was maybe one, you know, difference between like uh, Kale or Sanderson's system and Jackson's system that, you know, maybe not one was better or worse, but, you know, some things that you picked up that were definitely different philosophies from each of those guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily – Say it was uh, more of a philosophy difference. I think it was, you know, one kind of, um, you know, focuses on a different style of wrestling. Maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know. That's a hard question because they're both unbelievable wrestlers and they both have their great, you know, techniques and you know, and the way they look at things. But like I said, I was very fortunate enough to have a ton of assistant coaches who even brought even more of their philosophies and techniques and. You know, Coach Douglas was around really my whole career because he was in and out of the room even when he was done. Yeah. Um, you know, and still being mentored by Coach Douglas is you know, a, a, a huge benefit. Yeah, that guy's forgotten more about wrestling than most people will ever know, right? So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. He's a walking encyclopedia for wrestling. Yeah, he's a genius for sure. So, well, one of the things, you know, I kind of look for something unique when I talk to each of you guys, and one of the things that really 
stuck out to me, and I'm sure obviously it wasn't intentional, but it's probably ended up being a pretty cool thing for you, is the head wrap photos of you wrestling your senior year in college and winning the national title and obviously celebrating. But, you know, if, if you Google John Reeder and go to images, the first image that pops up is you, you know, with that with that wrap on against Amucha Stegi. And, you know, it, I think it takes a lot of people back to uh, to Dan Gable in the Olympics. And, you know, I guess just tell tell us a little bit about what that was like, you know, probably not in the moment, but just I have to imagine so many people have spoken to you about that since then. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the head wrap, you know, even to even have you say comparable to Gable, that's, that's pretty cool. But, um, it just, it brings back so many emotions that, I mean, athletically in my career, that was by far the best, the best time of my life. You know, that was down to the last seven minutes. If you think about it, that was my last match in my senior, senior year. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, and you, most people, when they ask me, they're like, you know, how, how nervous were you before that finals match walking on the podium? And to be honest with you, out of every match I wrestled in college, that probably was the most confident I've been because I knew I was going to give it hell. And I was going to fight as hard as I could for seven minutes. That was my last match, you know, and it didn't matter if I was going to get cut open or it, I was, it was it refused to lose type of attitude. Yeah. Expound upon that a little more. I mean, like, I think, you know, people get to your level, that national championship level. And, you know, that's what we're all striving for in whatever we're doing in life. I think a lot of people are like, man, I would be distracted. You know, I would, you know, I'd be like, God, you know, maybe that other guy's resting. Like when you were, when they were going through that literally at the moment, do you, do you remember what your mindset was? When they were wrapping my head? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I knew they, they stopped it a few times, but I, you know, I'm the type of guy, I didn't want to take a break. So I was sure. actually kind of, kind of pissed off a little bit every time they kept <laughs> trying to wrap my head. You know, and I was, you know, kind of freaking out because I was like, listen, I don't want to give this guy uh, uh, even a chance to breathe. I want to be in his face the whole match. And, you know, it worked out. And, you know, they caught some good pictures at the at the same time. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's, a, it's a memory that I'll cherish forever. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spend real long on this, but just kind of want to get your opinion on uh, what's going on at Iowa State now. I mean, obviously, you're an alum. I went there coming out of high school. I know, you know, Bono's an alum. What uh, what, what's your what's your take on what's going on there? I think that, I think Iowa State's got a ton of tradition and and a, a, a fan base and and uh, that's rich and people want to see the program win and you know and I think a matter of time it will be, but uh, you know for the, we're, we're focusing on what we're doing here. I haven't really even looked into you know what, what I thought about it. I just I just know that we're in the crunch part of our season right now and. Our focus is on our guys, and, but uh, you know, it's your alma mater. You want to see them do well. You want to see where you went to school do well. Sure, but you, you and Bone are are obviously just one hundred percent focused on South Dakota State and building that program into a national champion. And the Iowa State stuff's really, really, really secondary to you guys, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We're we're uh, we're fully committed to our guys, and what we can't wait for this this stretch of this last season. We got two more weeks until conference matches are done. And uh, and then we get into our postseason Big 12 tournament and the NCAA tournament. We're we're excited for where our guys are at season right now, and we're focusing on what we got to do here, and that's that's to keep winning for sure. So, tell people kind of the journey you took from after your your collegiate days of of competing were done at Iowa State, and how you ended up on the coaching staff at South Dakota State. 
Yeah, so after I graduated Iowa State, I spent a year as a volunteer assistant coach in the Cyclone Wrestling Club, as well as training to make the 2012 Olympic team. So I just graduated in 2011. I was fresh right on the scene uh, internationally, and um, I spent a year at at Iowa State at my alma mater coaching and and training, but the majority of the time I was overseas, to be honest with you. I was on a bunch of tours and Mm -hmm. being overseas, and then I made a decision that, you know, I wanted to go full-time focus on, on just training, and I actually moved to the Olympic Training Center for two years. And uh, I trained out there with Bill Zadick. Okay. So I, 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 he was a great role model to me. I had nothing but great things to say about Coach Zadick and, and really happy for him to be to be leading Team USA. But um, And then after that, I, I got a call from Coach Bono and he said, hey, listen, you know, there's, a, there's an opportunity for you to join our staff here, and, you know, you'll have the freedom to keep competing and, um, obviously you'll get some experience with coaching and our mentalities. And I've always had a ton of respect for him and just his passion for the sport and the way he attacks life. And he's very motivating and it's my type of guy I want to be around. Um, and I, as soon as I, I took a trip out here and just to kind of check things out, but to be honest with you, I was like, where is South Dakota? Where's, where's <laughs> South Dakota State even at? Um, but I took a trip out here and it was, you know, it, that's all it took. It's all it took. The passion for this, for this university and, to where they want to, their expectations for this program, the freedom they give us to uh, to really attack our goals, and we don't have goals of being a middle of pack team. We're not satisfied with that. We we want to be challenging for team titles and individual titles and all American honors year in and year out. Yeah. So that that's kind of the, uh, a short story of how I got to where I'm at, and I'm in my third season here at South Dakota State, and I'm loving every minute of it. It sounds like it, and and. Your enthusiasm, you can definitely just hear it in your voice, you know, that you're a guy that pops up in the morning, like, let's let's get after this. Let's go make it happen. So um, what are your duties tied to the RTC, tied to recruiting, tied to coaching the collegiate guys? Like, you know, I ask a lot of the guys this, what, what's a week in the life of, of John Reeder look like? Because I know you're competing no, as well, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Absolutely. You know, obviously uh... – I, I love our coaching staff. I believe we have one of the best coaching staffs in the country. So when it comes down to kind of duties, we kind of collectively share our duties as staff, and we do a heck of a job doing it. We got Coach A.J. Shop, who's fresh blood right out of college. He graduated two years ago and is doing a hell of a job for us. Um, and we got Coach Bono, and we, we kind of separate our duties and, you know, where one guy may be, you know, lacking a little bit, we pick it up in another area. You know, and we all kind of do all the duties. You know, and it, it, it really works for us. It, it really works for us. And each of us have a different, uh, almost a kind of a different mentality. I wouldn't say mentality. We're all very, very outgoing and, and, and ready to attack these goals. But we bring something different to the table, which is awesome. But uh, when it comes to college, you know, I, I do a lot of the recruiting in, um, in the RTC program in the summer. All three of us, so we're, we're training our guys to make these junior FILA world teams and the senior world teams. and, and for me, I'm, I'm in those practices training myself as well. So, yeah, let's talk about that. You're, they they've added some weight classes, uh, ten weight classes now, and it's my understanding that you're still competing. You're going to be competing at 80 kilograms, which is what 176 flat, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe that this is going to be a great weight class for me. Back down to where I, you know, I think my body naturally should be. Um, I, I've tried to force myself to get as big as I could in the last few years, and it's, I, I don't know, I just can't get that big. I, I've tried it my hardest, and, you know, I, I, I train my butt off every single day, and I just can't get to the weight class that, 
was uh, 86 kilos. I was underweight always, so I was always undersized. Um, and I think with this new addition of this 80 kilos, if that actually goes through, um, will be a great weight class for me. Yeah, you're you're the really the the definition of a tweener. You know, where 74 and 86 was just you know you have to pick which limb to cut off right. to make 74, and you just couldn't right. get big enough for 86. So that's exciting for you. When will you get? When will we hear officially if those weights are going to be approved? Uh, everything that I've been hearing, and it's just kind of rumors, but everybody that I've talked to said it's going to happen. Um, and they are looking for these weight classes to be added and start competing. I, I was, I'm assuming here in the fall. So I'm, we're we're looking forward to it, and you know, we're taking day by day. And I haven't stopped training, so that what which is great, you know. Yeah, you're ready to hit the ground running, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm friends, very good friends with Terry Pack. That's a, you know, that's actually how you and I met several years ago at the Nationals, and you know, I, he talked to me a lot about the lifestyle, you know, with his son Cody going there. T- tell me a little bit about the the culture, the lifestyle at South Dakota State. Um, you know, tell me what it was like to have like Cody wrestle in the Midland Finals and wrestle in uh, you know the NWCA All Star Meet, and, and what kind of growth that helped uh, South Dakota gain credibility or South Dakota State gain absolutely gain credibility. Yeah, our, our, our culture here at South Dakota State, nothing nothing that's uh, flashy or, or out of the normal. It, it's just doing the right things, I mean, day in and day out, doing the right things and doing them as the best of your ability. You know, that, that that means getting up. When when your alarm clock goes off, you don't hit the snooze button. You get your butt out of bed and you get after it. Um, you go to class. You sit in the first two rows. You do what you're told. Um, and, and you come in and you train hard. And you recover right. You eat right. You sleep right. You just do the right things to be a champ. Um, and there, there's nothing really special about it other than, you know, just living the right lifestyle. You know, I think a lot of guys, they don't understand that, yeah, everybody trains hard, but what are you doing outside of the wrestling room? That's that's where the, the biggest difference is between being an All-American or being a national champ or being the OW or, or whatever it may be, or, you know. But uh, Cody Cody was a great ambassador for our program. He he did a good job putting South Dakota State on the map. He made the middle of his finals. He wrestled in the All-Star duel. He really got things rolling, and um, this program has seen a ton of highs, and and continues to see a ton of highs. I think we're ranked 15th in the country as of the latest polls, I believe, um, with five or six guys ranked in the top 20. So it's, it's unbelievable what, what's going on in this program. And, and, but the, the thing is, is we're not satisfied, and we want 10 guys ranked. We want 10 guys at the NCAA tournament, and we want to be buying for a, a, an NCAA trophy. Yeah, for sure. Tell, tell me a little bit about – what AJ Shop brings to the table because I mean I don't know him at all I'm friends with Tim Flynn but I don't know AJ but I, I watched him we all watched him wrestle in college and just what a I, I don't even know what the right word is just what a stud he was on top and you know I mean guys are he's picking top against the best guys in the country and winning matches that way and it, it feels like it clearly feels like he's affected Seth Gross this year but it looks like he's affected a lot of your guys in a really positive way. Absolutely, and it goes right back to what I said. This coaching staff has done a great job of being a collective whole and really picking up where others um, may lack. And, and bringing Coach Shop in has been an absolute blessing for this program. You see it riddled through the entire lineup, all the way down from Beth Rose, all the way up to Nate Roder, who's never turned a person in his life until <laughs> AJ got here, and now, now, now he's turning people with you know a crossbar tilt, whatever Shop calls it. Um, <laughs> 
he, he's, he's an absolute animal, and he, he brings a whole different philosophy to our program. And, you know, Coach Bono and I might fly out the handle real quick, and he's a voice of reason and, and calms us down. And, um, it, it's, it's been awesome to have him here, and we're, we're very blessed, and we're excited for the future of this program. And I think that guys are really starting to grasp onto his technique. And you get him in the room, he's an absolute master in his positions. And, and it's really fun to see. Every time me and Coach Bono go in there, we say the same thing. We're like, wow, I, I, I just learned something today. You know, which is great. Yeah. Does he work with you at all on top, like some of these other things that are transitionable in freestyle and stuff I, like that? Absolutely. And I'm trying to get him to wrestle freestyle here and and, and, and stick his hat in the game and, and freestyle. But, you know, I, I pick his brain as much as I can do. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to still learn, and everybody can still learn. For sure. Um, but he's, yeah. bringing, he's bringing an absolute um, huge benefit to this program, and we're very, very blessed to have him here with us. Yeah, and, and I've known Bono a long time, um, but for people that don't, t- tell us a little bit about what he's like. Ah, you won't find a better guy. You won't find a better guy. You know, I, I'm very loyal to the guy, and um, he's just the salt of the earth. He's very passionate, very motivated. Um, you know, just talking to him, you'll want to want you'll want to run your own head through the wall just because he's got you so fired up. <laughs> um, you know, and he's that type of guy. He's uh He's done a heck of a job for this program, and you know we 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 are very or, uh, excited for the future. In in Bono, I know he's he's jumping at the bits for this this postseason to start. Yeah, you guys have made huge strides. Like you said, you know how many guys you have ranked and where they're ranked, and and those kind of things. So, you know, we have a lot of kids listen to the show. If if you had a chance to, you know, give your, you know, a real quick. I guess recruiting pitch here. Why? Why would? Why should somebody consider coming to South Dakota State? Yeah, you know, I, I know if, if you're a hard worker, and if anybody's listening out there, if you're a hard worker, you do all the right things in your life, and you want to be held accountable, and you have goals of being a national champion and an All-American, which all three of us have done. Um, we, you've got a spot on our team. I, I promise you that. You, you you want to be the best version of yourself and give yourself the best chance to win. You got a chance with us. Um, you know, and you come here and you, you'll, you'll be a, you'll be a, a, an absolute, you know, wrestling here is, is the sport. People love it. They come from two hours away to come watch a dual meet. I was talking to somebody that, uh, the other night when we wrestled Oklahoma, he drove three hours to come watch us wrestle. Um, you know, you're going to be wrestling in front of 4,000 plus fans every dual meet. It's an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable experience here. Yeah, you guys are that, – that's the thing. What have you guys done in, in the community to get, you know, fans there? Because, I mean, again, like I'm friends with Terry, and we would talk every week. And, you know, they had a couple hundred people come in there, you know, in the beginning. And Absolutely. So th- this is a conscious – you know, this is conscious activity you guys have done to create this. This didn't just happen. So what did you guys – what are some things like, you know, if there's even coaches out there that are looking to build their program, what are the things you guys did to get it from, yeah, we're, we're giving away tickets to people who are driving six hours round trip in, in South Dakota State wintertime to, to come watch you guys wrestle? Right. I, I, it, it's just little things. Like, we're we getting get the, uh, the community involved. We have, we have lunch every Wednesday with uh, the, the hottest bar and grill in town. We get down there, and we now we started with one – one table of fans, and we've got six, seven, eight to ten tables of fans coming down to just listen to us talk about wrestling, and they want to be involved. You got to get the community involved. Um, you know, we've done all kinds of different promotion and marketing 
strategies to get people to dual meets. You know, the, for the Iowa duel, I believe we had 4,200 people come to the dual meet with an arena that uh, I think sits 5,000 or maybe. Um, it, it's just an unbelievable experience. And now we got fans that are knowledgeable about the sport that are coming and they're, they're heckling the, uh, the, the rap and they're, they're getting in the match. It gives me goosebumps because I, I, I'm, I'm kind of reliving what just happened against Oklahoma. Um, it was unbelievable, man, how loud it was in the arena. And, you know, that's the type, that's the experience you want to give these student athletes is, uh, you know, that kind of home environment. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why here at Track Wrestling, we're, we're smart. We wait till you guys just have an, an epic duel like that, and then we get you right on the air so we can talk about it. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. So tell tell me a little bit about your short-term and long-term goals. I know the short-term goal's got to be, you know, obviously as many as possible, but South Dakota State's got to get a guy or two or three or ten on the podium this year, right? Like that's Absolutely, yeah. For sure, you hit it on the right on the head. Um, we've got to get an all American on the on the for the program, you know, for uh, for our coaching staff and for our guys and in our fans. And obviously, that's the short term goal. Long term wise, we want to continue. To, we don't want to be a one hit wonder. We want to continually be producing all Americans and 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 keep the recruiting. Um, our recruiting's been unbelievable. The guys we're getting coming into this program and committing early and um, that are coming and. They're excited to be a Jackrabbit. It's unbelievable the talent that we're getting. We've got to keep that going, and um, you know, and as as you keep going, you got to keep more and more all Americans, and just being consistent, not a one hit wonder. Yeah, for sure. What's uh, what's your guys' schedule look like between now and Big Twelves, John? We leave we leave tomorrow morning, uh, bright and early. We're we're heading out to West Virginia. We wrestle West Virginia on Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, and then we and then we drive over to Blacksburg and we wrestle Virginia, Virginia Tech on Sunday. So it just doesn't get any easier for you guys, huh? No, but our guys are excited, man. You don't get very many opportunities to wrestle, wrestle a ranked guy or a ranked team, and our, our guys are excited for it. You know, they they were excited to get Oklahoma here, who was ranked ahead of us, and, and just the opportunity for, for them to be in our arena, for us to have a chance to beat them. And, you know, when the, the good part about that duel is when the fight came, we didn't back down. We rose to the challenge, and, and we came out on the on the winning end. Yeah, and I just thought of this. I'm going to ask you this. Talk about some of the firsts that have happened here in the last, you know, year or two. Like, you know, like we talked about, you know, first guy in the NWCA All-Star meet, first Midlands finalist. But I have to think that this last weekend is the first time South Dakota State's ever beat Oklahoma in wrestling. Am I wrong or am I right? I, I, I believe so, yeah. And even little little, little things like rankings, I mean, I don't worry about them a whole lot, but we, Seth Cross being ranked second in the country, that's never happened before. Having six guys ranked in the top 20 has never happened before. Uh, being as high as, high as ranked of 14 or 13th in the country has never happened before. Um, to think about it, you know, we, we really could be 13-2 right now as a team with only losses being to Oklahoma State and Iowa, you know, with what happened at Minnesota. Um, so so the, it's been a heck of a year for us, but we're not satisfied, man. we gotta keep we got to keep it rolling. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's how it goes, right? Like, you don't just go from having 200 people in the stands to 10 national champions. It's all incremental incremental growth. And for Absolutely. You, I mean, I'm looking at our rankings, and this week um, you're we have you at 15th. You guys are literally, you know, 10 points out of the top 10, 11 points out of the Absolutely. top 10. Absolutely. 
So, yep. I mean, that's, you know, that's one guy having a tournament that you don't think is going to happen, you know, according to the rankings, and then you guys are right there. So, yep. I mean, that that's awfully impressive. So, um, well, Coach, I know you guys are busy this time of the year. I know it's uh, it's crazy. I know you're getting ready to go on that trip you mentioned. I'm actually going to be uh, at the Big 12s covering them for track, so um, hopefully I'll get a chance to stop by and say hi to you guys while I'm down there. And then uh, I, hope you, I hope you guys will uh, – Stick your head in on us in, in March when uh, when you come here to St. Louis. Uh, if you come in early on Tuesday, you know, make sure you stop by and check out the Border Brawl. I know you guys stopped by the last time. Yeah, we'll be there. We got a couple of our Jackrabbits that will be wrestling in. I believe Connor Brown's wrestling in that. Oh, that's uh, right. And Hunter Shelton, yeah. right? Yep, Hunter Shelton. And I, I want to say uh, Elias Guidi might be wrestling in that. I'm not sure. But we could have two or three guys wrestling in that. So we'll we'll definitely be there, and I look forward to seeing you. Yeah, for sure. That's right, because I've been talking to those guys. That's actually my event. So um, I remembered uh, Hunter, but I forgot about Connor. But I actually just talked to him the other day. He's super excited about, um, you know, your guys' season and coming in and getting to see you guys. And, and he's having a great season. I actually just did a podcast with his high school coach, Bobby Lowe, about a week ago. Oh, yeah, Bobby Lowe. He's a great guy. Great yeah, guy. yeah, for sure. So, well, John, I appreciate uh, you coming on, ladies and gentlemen. That was Matt Chat, brought to you by FantasyGrade.com and the Ultimate Fantasy Wrestling Challenge. Do you know more about wrestling than your friends and people from around the country? Prove it. Go to FantasyGrade.com and enter the live event, online event, or both. Become America's first fantasy wrestling national champion and support USA Wrestling. Talk to everyone next week. is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.